Hey there, welcome to Good Data. My name is Kayla Lippman. In this monthly series from Sounds Profitable, we mine the latest audio industry studies and spotlight valuable insights. From audience behavior, revenue trends, programming opportunities, and promising platforms, Good Data is your quick and dirty rundown of the numbers that matter most in the podcast biz. So what is Good Data? Well, you've been in the meeting I'm talking about. There's a white guy in a sports blazer. He's pointing to a graph. He's saying shit like, hockey stick growth and everything goes up and to the right. Everybody nods enthusiastically. The C-suite in the room has a faint glint of dollar signs in their eyes. The takeaway? Podcasting is really hot right now, brah. I hate to agree with sports blazer guy, but it's true. The audio industry is poppin'. As one recent text message from a friend weighing five different offer letters for a senior producer role put it, I feel like it's the 90s dot-com boom and I'm a web developer. Hey, get it, girl. With so much going on in the biz and a new episode of Yellow Jackets that just came out, where are people finding the time to read 57-page data dumps on listener behavior? We're not all Tom Webster a reality that I mourn every day. And I guess that's where I come into play. My POV, good data equals powerful storytelling. If you've worked in and around audio during the past few years, you likely have the Swiss army knife mentality. From my experience, roles in audio inherently overlap with sales, marketing, product and production functions. Oh joy. A prime example of this is the operational process of selling and setting a host read live. If you work in this space, I'm sure you've been called upon to tell the story and thread the needle for folks weary of this newfangled media channel. Don't get me started. It is radio. It's just like Radio Zadie. It's radio. My experience evangelizing audio within multi-channel portfolio publishers, that's a mouthful, has required lots of sifting through the latest podcast landscape reports to make compelling business cases. After countless SVPs have replied to my seven-paragraph emails with K, I know that one or two strong data points, well, they have the power to quickly convey even the most complex stories. Enter good data. You can think of good data as podcast numbers and what they mean for friggin' idiots. Okay, maybe it's not that reductionist. I'll read and reread the latest audio industry studies. Then I'll disseminate the numbers, pointing out which indicators deserve the most attention. I'll scrutinize measurement methodologies and poke holes in how the studies should be weighed in a broader context. Beyond saving my friends in the industry time, since we're all doing like 17 different jobs, I'm committed to giving you actionable insights, stuff that you can feel confident referencing in a deck or use to help inform a business case. Where are the white spaces? What ad categories are spending the most? How is listening behavior evolving? Are there really no more hits in podcasting? What do these numbers even mean? Ah! By creating connective tissue between the various studies circulating in any given month, my hope is we unearth a clearer picture and maybe even wind up on the same wavelength. <laughs> mm, 
Okay. That wasn't a good joke. Going into 2022, what's some good data that you should know? I spent the better half of December mining 25 industry podcast reports from 2021, hunting for the hottest stats worth our attention. Pretty cool, huh? That was rhetorical. As we move into 2022, I want to examine data at the very heart of keeping the lights on in this industry. Listener enthusiasm. What keeps people coming back for more podcasts? I plucked some valuable insights out of recent studies to help paint a more holistic picture of how audience are still gravitating towards the medium with unprecedented enthusiasm. Listener enthusiasm. Is it sustainable? The data indicates a hard yes. At a high level, spoken word audio consumption is consistently growing. Edison Research and NPR released the Spoken Word Audio Report back in November 2021, which reflected three powerful takeaways. Note that in this article, I have abbreviated Spoken Word Audio to SWA because it's quite a mouthful. But without further ado, I'm about I'm going to give you like a little data dump. Hopefully this is helpful. It might be more meaningful when you Google it at like 9 p.m. and you're searching for something for your pitch deck. But here we go. Spoken word audio consumption is experiencing massive and consistent audience growth. 75% of the U.S. population listened to spoken word audio in the past month. 57% of the U.S. population has listened to a podcast as of 2021, which is an all-time high. Woo, up top. 176% increase in podcast share of time spent with spoken word audio over the last seven years. And that's up 16% in just the last year. Holy effing shit. 278% increase in share of time spent listening to spoken word audio on a mobile device over the past seven years. Wow. 45% of the U.S. population listens to spoken word audio on a daily basis in 2021, and this is up 2% year over year compared to 2020. 40% increase in spoken word audio consumption over the past seven years, and that medium saw 8% growth in the last year alone. New audiences are driving growth in spoken word audio consumption. Listeners are identifying as younger, more multicultural, and women are representing the largest growth population in spoken word audio consumption over the past seven years. So why does this matter? Okay, first let's look at women. 71% increase in women share of time spent listening compared to 23% increase in men. Why is the increase in listeners identifying as women significant? Well... Historically, the podcast audience has been male-dominated. The recent growth in listeners identifying as women represents a programming opportunity for audio publishers looking to attract this rapidly growing listener base. Note, the study did not offer any data around consumption amongst folks identifying outside the gender binary. Younger audience growth. 116% increase with spoken word audio consumption between the ages of 13 and 34 in the past seven years. And this is compared to 36% increase in ages 35 to 44. So the youngins are like, this shit is cool and I am listening. But why is the age 13 to 34 audience growth so significant? Well, the younger audiences expressing such a strong interest in spoken word audio means publishers have a huge opportunity to cultivate affinity with this demographic. 
by distributing to the platforms where they spend the most amount of time, such as YouTube, Twitch, TikTok, Snapchat, and more. In fact, if you're not distributing your podcast to YouTube, you're missing out, honey. It's a powerful discovery engine that reaches a younger, deeply enthusiastic demo. And here are some numbers to back that up. 58% of listeners ages 18 to 34 report finding out about new spoken word audio on YouTube or Twitch. And then 13% of share of time spent listening to audio sources happens exclusively on YouTube. Whoa. Now let's look at an increase in multicultural listeners. Wow, this is pretty cool. 83% increase in African-American share of time spent listening to spoken word audio in the past seven years, and then an 80% increase in Hispanic and Latino share of time spent listening in the past seven years. Note, I personally don't love characterizing Black folks in the U.S. as African-American as it dismisses the Black experience from non-African countries. However, this is how the study I pulled from referenced this demo, and I will park my white guilt just this one. Why the podcast industry needs to acknowledge the growing diversity of its audience? While representation will become increasingly important for legitimate audio publishers, a sea of white hosts with white experiences is tone deaf as fuck in 2022. This should look like younger BIPOC folks working at every level within the industry. White suits hiring black and brown voices run the risk of tokenizing their perspectives. I'm hopeful that better representation is possible, specifically within the departments that make programming decisions. In future articles, we hope to better unpack the complexity of this data by exploring recent black and Latino listener studies. More valuable than other mediums. Listeners are motivated to consume spoken word audio programming such as news, sports, talk personality, and audiobooks because of its educational, self-improvement, and perspective-shifting value. So here's a slew of reasons why monthly spoken word audio listeners age 18 and up in the U.S. said they listen. 71% said they listen to multitask. Whoa, that's huge. 60% listen because it offers perspective you don't hear in other media sources. 60% listen to better themselves. 55% listen because of hosts that they identify with. 46% listen to continue their education. 43% listen because it makes them feel less lonely. Oof. So let's look at this through the lens of ages 18 to 34. 62% of that group said that they agree spoken word audio engages their mind in a more positive way than any other media. And then 63% of spoken word audio multicultural listeners, they agree that it engages their mind in a more positive way than other media. And finally, 58% of all spoken word audio listeners agree it's a productive use of their time. Why should we pay attention to the why audiences consume audio-first content? Simple. In the attention economy, people will spend more time with content that adds immediate value to their lives. From more human connection and a deeply depressing air in human history, to more positivity and self-improvement opportunities, listener enthusiasm remains strong because audio delivers a spectrum of engaging human experiences. 
I'll also add in conversations I've had with new advertisers, specifically ones that are skeptical of spending in audio, the more impactful sell is typically around what kind of value the medium adds to their target demo's lives. It's tremendously appealing to associate with a media channel that reaches a deeply aspirational and engaged audience. But it's not just Edison Research Spoken Word Audio Report tracking these powerful listener enthusiasm metrics. Back in early December, a whole COVID variant ago, ACAST released the U.S. Podcast Listening Landscape Study. Executed in partnership with Nielsen, the study surveyed 2,000 monthly podcast listeners ages 18 plus, aiming to shed light on changing podcast consumption, behavior, and attitudes toward audio-first content experiences, the study proceeded to echo record-high listener enthusiasm. Here are just a few gems from that 67-page report. Podcast listeners are listening more. 52% said they increased their overall podcast consumption in the past six months. 86% said they listen on a weekly or daily basis. Compared to other mediums, podcast listening is growing the most. Survey participants reported spending more time with podcasts than other media. Even other streaming audio, such as music, 36%, and online radio, 29%. Why is this an important indicator? Audio publishers are fighting for the media ecosystem to pay attention to how consumers value podcasts compared to other mediums. With the endorsement of a reputable study, the numbers demonstrate how consumers are not only into pods, but 41% are planning to spend more time with them in the next six months. Fuck yeah. And why do consumers find podcasts more compelling than other mediums? With so much competition for our time, people are seeking an experience that adds value and depth. 71% of participants agreed that podcasts give deeper insight into people than other media channels. And then there's the access to net new audiences. 21% of listeners said that they only began consuming podcasts in the last six months. Aged 18 to 34 is still the fastest growing cohort of listeners, with 79% reporting that they listen multiple times a week. Finally, as I wrap this first issue of Good Data about the promise of listener enthusiasm, I want to cite some data points about audio's impact on the cultural landscape from Spotify's recent 2021 Culture Next report. As depicted above, the future of audience engagement in audio will be about appealing to an emerging generation of power listeners who are more diverse but just as aspirational as the OG audience. Caveating that the following study was conducted within Spotify's closed ecosystem, a platform that has quickly overtaken other platforms as the listening destination du jour, the data is nonetheless worth elevating. According to Spotify, listener enthusiasm for podcasts continues to drive the culture in new ways. Because podcasts inspire trust by educating, entertaining, and informing audiences, here are a few data points from the study, which further underscore the validity of the two reports above. It's trust building. 40% of millennials and Gen Zs rank their trust in podcasts higher than their average trust in traditional media sources, including national TV news, newspapers, and radio. 
its powerful storytelling devices. 69% of millennials and 61% of Gen Zs think audio formats like podcasts are one of the greatest ways to tell a story. It offers them this opportunity to seek diverse content creators. 58% of millennials and 48% of Gen Zs have sought content from more diverse creators in the last year. And finally, podcasts are again a valuable resource. First of all, 74% of millennials see audio as a mental health resource. 62% of millennials and 52% of Gen Zers, they use podcasts to learn about social issues. This is how podcasts are adding to their life experience. Thanks for taking the time to listen. All of the links to the reports that I referenced can be found in the article and within the Sounds Profitable newsletter. If you want to reach out to me directly, go for it. <laughs> you can find me on LinkedIn. That's Kayla with a C, Littman with an L. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Hey there, Ariel Nissenblatt here with Rails Rex for Sounds Profitable. This week, I'm recommending Muriel's Murders. Muriel and Nick are a husband and wife podcast pair, and they do a wonderful job of bringing true crime stories to life without sensationalizing the details. The most endearing aspect of this podcast is that Muriel is so into the details while Nick seemingly has a weak stomach for them. So Muriel gently coaxes him along. As listeners, we enjoy both the telling of the tale at hand and the host's relationship. You can listen to Muriel's Murders wherever you get your podcasts. Special thanks to Ian Powell for engineering this episode. And as you probably know, you can always visit soundsprofitable.com for more articles like this, our product deep dive series, and the official Sounds Profitable podcast. Thanks again for listening.